Hello everyone. We are the Spiritual Twins. Back this week, my name's Kat. Dariana. And we're continuing our first official episode to demystify spirituality. And our topic today, something I'm very passionate about, is spiritual bypassing. A little note, just because I think it's funny and also having compassion for ourselves and (laughs) welcome Mercury Retrograde. Uh, We recorded... We probably recorded this whole thing and then my phone decided that it was too hot for the heat. So we're getting back into this and... Take two. Take two. I just wanted to share our humanity with that. We're not perfect. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, just a little textbook definition of spiritual bypassing. Mm -hmm. Spiritual bypassing is when we use spiritual means to avoid lived experiences, to avoid real gritty, icky things that might be going on in our life. So an example of that is when we see these Instagram posts that are like, love and light only, good vibes only, no bad vibes here, um, namaste bitches, all this stuff, like when we are just focusing in on all the lovey goodness lightness, of what it means to be in be a spiritual person totally ignoring that this is wholeness we're talking about and if we look at wholeness wholeness has lightness and darkness mm-hmm. yeah so we're talking about some of the yogis you may see in town some of the vegans you may see in town some of the people that shout out I'm ethical and behind the scenes, not so much. Yes, totally. And that's like, there's a lot of us. And I'm not going to deny my own spiritual bypassing in my own life. You know, like I've definitely been a part of it. And I think we can look at spiritual bypassing and see it as these really obvious things. Like, yeah, when like the yogis are like love and light, good vibes, and all these spiritual phrases we use. Um, But also I think it can, in my life personally, when I started my own spiritual journey, and even before starting my own spiritual journey, I think really what spiritual bypassing is, is that we are not being honest with ourselves, not being authentic with ourselves, Mm -hmm. not being true. Mm -hmm. You know, we're just cherry picking Mm -hmm. the things in a spiritual journey that we think that would look good on maybe an Instagram page or that would look good when we're telling stories, you know, we want to look our best. This is really ties in heavily with deep capitalist conditioning, I do believe. But um, in my own life, I really wanted to avoid all these uncomfortable feelings coming up in me, Mm -hmm. all these icky feelings, all these things that I was judging about myself. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do that before I even started the spiritual journey is I was busy all mm-hmm. the time. And I kind of use that as like a status symbol, which I think a lot of people do. Is like, I'm so busy, I can't do this. I'm so busy, I'm so busy. And when we're busy, it's a great way to avoid being with ourselves. I think that's why a lot of us like to be busy. Maybe consciously and or unconsciously. But then it even started working into my own spiritual path. And when I started... Yes, when I first started doing yoga and meditation, it was first to, I wanted to reckon with myself and all these, I was really uncomfortable with a lot of stuff, but then it started 
becoming less reckoning with myself and just another way to avoid being with myself. Mm -hmm. So I do all these yoga retreats or I do these different classes like health and wellness training, hypnotherapy, all these different practices and tools and I which are cool and they're fun to learn, but it became it came to a point where I wasn't using these tools to actually see myself. It was a way, how can I be busy but also still look spiritual at the same time, you know? And that was a still just a great way to it was a self righteous way of being like, I'm spiritual, I'm doing all these things, I'm working, I'm doing the work. You know, we love to say that all the time. Like, are you doing the work? I'm doing the work, I'm doing the work. So I was doing the work. But I wasn't really doing the work because I wasn't being honest with my real lived experience, which was if I were to dig deep down beyond all these practices I was doing, I was still really uncomfortable and not, uh, and I was afraid to look at myself and I was afraid of my darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's the, that's the topic. Basically, some of us just aren't honest with ourselves. We're in denial and we feel like it's not okay to be sad, be depressed, be not completely there. Um, again, it's like having this this finish line, and there is no finish line in spirituality. There's no place that we need to get to, and I think we get caught up a lot in trying to get somewhere, trying to be something that we kind of get really, we're really hard on ourselves, right? When we're not doing something or we look at someone else that has, that looks like they've gotten to this great place and we kind of feel bad because we're not there. Um, But again, all of that is, it's one perception and two, it's in your head, right? It's all, it's this imaginary finish line, this imaginary um, goal. And, And there is none in spirituality it's not it's not like that it's okay to um be in a space where you're confused totally i think we say this thing too a lot and it gets thrown out a lot and i kind of want to unpack this a little more is healing's not linear and i love that because Mm -hmm. it's so true because we are told especially in the society that we grew up in that it's an upward arch and that any time maybe you fall off the arch, it's just total lack of compassion. Like, I failed. What's wrong with me? And immediately having all this judgment for ourselves. But really healing, there, yeah, there is no finish line. There is no perfect map of what this journey looks like. And healing is up and down, back and forth. And if we really want to do this real healing work, we have to be willing to go backward. And I don't even like it as going backwards. I think it's just more going deeper and going mm-hmm. in. It's reflecting. It's reflecting, yeah. Seeing ourselves clearly. And it's really just going within and going deeper and seeing yourself. Because it's like, a, I think it's healing's a spiral. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes the same stuff comes up again and again. And you're just getting to a deeper and deeper layer mm-hmm. of this, right? And I think the real fear... Kind of like an onion. An onion, of course. Like Shrek, onion has layers. <laughs> but uh, totally, it's an onion. We keep unpacking layers. But yeah. I think the real fear in this and why we spiritually bypass is because we're afraid of darkness. Because mm-hmm. we've been told our whole lives that darkness is something to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. It's the unknown. It's the ultimate unknown. That, and, and we're so afraid of that. And so if an element of darkness comes up, mm-hmm. it's really, the fear is because we don't know what's coming up and we're mm-hmm. afraid to actually see it and reckon with it. And what I've started noticing is that, and I've had, 
I've really switched my view on darkness. Yes, I still have fear behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a lot of reverence for it now too. Mm-hmm. Because I realize in these moments of darkness, that's when I really start to understand my power. Mm-hmm. You know, in these moments, I couldn't have understood any other way than to be in this depth of my ickiness to really find my own strength and that reminds me of a quote you said to me when I really was in this like depth of something in the pit of all this ickiness and having a lot of judgment for myself just asking this question again and again like what is wrong with me and Mm -hmm. that part of me being like I'm a spiritual seeker I shouldn't be dealing with this stuff right Mm -hmm. um and you told me it's so dark because it's light. And that first I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. And then I was like, whoa. So do you want to explain that? Yeah, I'd love to. So it's so dark because it's light. It's kind of like, um, you know, we all know that in this darkness, um, in this unknown is rebirth. And that really comes from this this really tough, um, thing that you go through, right? You're in the darkness. It's it's you're going through a terrible moment. You've lost your job. You've experienced death in your family. Whatever it is, and you might feel lonely, and you don't even have anyone to talk to about this darkness. Uh, to and you are just like you know you're feeling it all. Um, it's happening because it's kind of like when the caterpillar. Um, is transitioning to a butterfly and it feels all this pressure and it feels like it's going to die. But in that feeling is how it becomes a butterfly. If there were no pressure, there would be no butterflies. Mm -hmm. So if you weren't going through the pit of it, right? If you weren't going through the darkness, if you weren't going through that deep, deep depression, that ickiness, there would be no other side. Mm -hmm. There would be no light to that mm-hmm. so and that's too I think in spiritual community we like to kind of scoff at duality uh-huh. we scoff at it and being like uh, no like fuck duality kind of thing and I hear that as and I think sometimes you have a misunderstanding of duality because mm-hmm. I think when people kind of scoff at duality it's say they, they think maybe that we're not recognizing wholeness and being like, well, if there's duality, there's no wholeness. But I find it quite the opposite. I find that duality is proof of our wholeness, right? There's a reason why there's yin and yang, which in this yin and yang symbol, this is this masculine lightness and this feminine darkness. And they come together to integrate, to create this wholeness. And you need both to have a whole lived experience, yeah. right? And duality is so so important because like it's so dark that it's light that we are in this darkness this must mean that there's lightness on the other side it's it's you can't avoid it either it's Mm -hmm. it's the natural it's how life is it's how the earth was built it was built on this yin and yang Mm -hmm. it was built on this dark and this lightness Mm -hmm. and if we don't have light we wouldn't have we wouldn't know darkness and if we didn't have darkness we wouldn't know light it's Mm -hmm. it's it's you know and a lot of people are kind of like "Eh, i don't like that i don't understand it it's it's stupid whatever but it's just the way it is you don't have to really Mm -hmm. label it as good or bad that's just it it just is you know exactly and this is again i think with this idea of spiritual bypassing we get really caught up in these lofty 
spiritual things. And it is fun to be like, I feel connected to the cosmos and I feel connected to Pachamama and use all these really big lofty terms and really feeling up in the sky, really air energy, right? Mm -hmm. And which is great, you know, it's powerful. This is why we seek these things because we are excited about this. Mm -hmm. But it's, we have... We're denying the fact that we're humans, you know? This is a huge part. You know, they say we're spiritual beings having a human experience. But it's so important to be human because that's how we honor Mm -hmm. these big concepts. That's how we learn about these big concepts, you know, is to have this human experience and to Mm -hmm. really experience what it's like to feel depressed or to feel sad or to feel icky and frustrated and Mm -hmm. these are so so important and I think sometimes this is a huge part of my practice because I used to have a lot of judgment like even I still do you know even yesterday I found like I've been feeling really good I'm like yes I'm like very I'm feeling very patient and I'm feeling very spiritually evolved you know having this like a sense of self-righteousness comes in I almost feel like sometimes these things come in to humble us as well and yesterday I just had some triggering moments where I started feeling very frustrated and annoyed and I had like visceral reactions and my first reaction to my reaction is you're better than this you shouldn't be feeling this way because you're a spiritual person why are you feeling this way and that's my first reaction and then my next reaction to come in was like no you're still human you can have these reactions actually these reactions are messengers they're here to help us you know and this is just part of this what it means to be human and i think when we have these real human experiences it helps us to have more compassion acceptance for ourselves yeah compassion and acceptance for ourselves and that goes back the more we can have compassion and accept ourselves the more we can have compassion and accept others when they're going through the same things in it this helps the collective move forward Mm -hmm. as a whole so when we're spiritually bypassing and being like nope not feeling this not feeling this we're actually bringing down the collective we are yeah yeah it's interesting that you mentioned that because I was just thinking about that the other day. I'm like, you know, there's a lot of us that like to play pretend and there's a lot of us that just sit in what it is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the more of us that sit in what it is without judging ourselves, without judging others, the more we can raise the collective consciousness. Yes. And um, one of the things that I realized is why is it so hard for us to stay in compassion with ourselves I think it's because a lot of us are living in regret and um, and if we can if we can get to that point where you got and you can just say no this happened it wasn't great but I wouldn't change a thing I think the more of us that do that the more we can accept ourselves yes yeah I absolutely agree it's like a lot of us do live in regret. We look back on our lives and we sometimes are like, I, we all, we're all humans. We all have struggle. We're living in this world. There is going to be struggle. Mm-hmm. And when I look back on all my struggles, it's brought me here, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't regret anything that's happened because it's helped me unpack those layers. You know, it's helped me really reach this point. So all that darkness has advanced me. But what can we do? It's like either... But that's only when we're willing, 
we can get deeper when we're willing to be authentic mm-hmm. and truthful with ourselves about this often like this authentic experience that we're having. So I look back all these things and how I might have reacted and maybe I wanted to do it differently or I wanted to take a different path, but it still has all brought me here and it's helped me have this reverence and this respect and this understanding of how I needed all of that to have this deeper understanding. But I also needed all of that to continue to be honest with myself. And this brings me to this example of like the hero's journey, you know, Joseph Campbell, like I really love this concept of the hero's journey because we're all on it constantly. You know, we're always going through hero's journeys and sometimes it's the first step of the hero's journey is the call to adventure. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we say yes immediately. Yes, I'm gonna get to this call. But then sometimes we don't wanna say yes to the call because we're scared and the call can be uncomfortable. And the universe sometimes will make you so uncomfortable, so just, you're so caught up in your shit, you're so deep in this pit that you have no other answer than to say yes. And I feel like that's happened to me a lot. It's not always a simple wake up call for me being like, yes, I'm gonna go. It's like, no, I'm gonna go through this dark night of the soul, mm-hmm. you know? And that's again, bringing back this dark night of the soul, which is a very, a spiritual concept and that's the darkness concept which this is why I love dark nights of the soul you know which is the idea we were talking about it's so dark because it's light that is the dark night of the soul we need to just really sit and reckon with ourselves and just really be in this just really see ourselves for exactly who we are Mm -hmm. and society has conditioned us that discomfort is bad that sadness is bad that all these feelings are bad and that's why we're so afraid of it mm-hmm. but these are our wake-up calls you know these are these are the moments that show us exactly who we are and that's not all of who we are mm-hmm. you know this is a part of who we are you know and so nothing's wasted in any of this that we're just waking up coming to sit with ourselves um, mm-hmm. and just really if we can just see ourselves in these moments, we can see others in these moments. And that's this idea of shifting the collective consciousness. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, we're definitely here to shed layers. We're not here mm-hmm. to just stay in the same skin, you know. And and we don't see it right away in, in like the 3D. Mm-hmm. A lot of things are happening energetically that leaves us feeling confused. And I think that creates a lot of anxiety. It also creates a lot of pressure. And the world feels that. Collectively, Mm -hmm. we can feel that. Um, But if we all come to this understanding that we're not meant to stay the same, that we are meant to transform, I think that will lift up some of that pressure that we always feel. Definitely. Some of that heaviness that we always carry. We don't need to. It's, it's so interesting, too, because I want to really give, like, an example of how we spiritually bypass specifically in the Sacred Valley, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, just a reminder, we're living in the Sacred Valley of Peru, and there's a lot of spiritual seekers here, lots of energetic healers, lots of yogis, mm-hmm. just lots of people who are coming who, like, <laughs> we say this a lot, too. It's like, we're here to do the work. You know, we're all here to do the work because we want to spiritually advance, which is a very, like, I think sometimes we 
forget that the work is acceptance, first of all. Exactly. You know, we're, we're wanting to be like, I want to do this. I want to work with this plant medicine. And so plant medicine is huge in the valley. Huge. Lots of people are doing ayahuasca, wachuma, mushrooms. Coyote. Yeah. Uh, coyote. Peyote, <laughs> combo, all these things that, and these plants that want to help us are really beautiful. And mm -hmm. like in Western society with medicine, and I'm not shaming medicine at all, but just think of like a, if we take, if we have a cold and we're taking medicine, we're not meant to be taking this medicine every single day for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. Really medicine's meant to get to the root of the cause. A lot of medicine in Western society is treating symptoms. Mm -hmm. And if we're not careful in spiritual community, we can do the same thing yeah. by treating symptoms and not getting to the cause. So. The medicine works with us for how much we're going to need it. Mm -hmm. It's not going to change your life if you're not willing to, if you're not open to it and willing to see yourself authentically. And so, for me personally, working with ayahuasca specifically, anytime I sit with ayahuasca, uncomfortable things come up. And my first instinct always is I don't like being uncomfortable. I hate it. You know, I'm just like, ugh, like I. It's just this visceral feeling in my body and I don't want to feel it, so I avoid it. That's my natural tendency. And what this medicine has shown me, it's like, well, we can't go around it. We gotta go through it. Yeah. And the faster you're willing to lean in and meet it, the faster it passes, right? Mm -hmm. And what this medicine is trying to do is try to show us that we can do this in our everyday life. It's not just about doing it when we're taking the medicine. The real medicine is doing it when we're not on the medicine. Yeah. So a lot of people in this community, we take this medicine. They skip integration. They, yeah, skip integration, take this medicine, do the work, and then real life things come up without mm -hmm. the medicine, and they're like, oh, no, I'm uncomfortable, I'm scared, I'm depressed, I need more medicine. Totally skipping integration where the medicine is wants to show us and to help us be like, no, you can do this without me. Mm -hmm. And... That brings back to what we were talking about. We are giving away our power mm -hmm. to everything outside of ourselves. Yeah. And the power is really within us. Mm -hmm. And so this medicine is made to show you that you are powerful. Because we've lived for so long giving our powers to other people in romantic relationships, in work relationships, um, giving our power to the government. Um, we are so used to giving power away that we subconsciously don't see it when we 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 don't we consciously know like we don't want to give our power away but it's so within us that we subconsciously give our power right. away um and so this is what happens when we go after plant medicine um subconsciously i feel like the people that keep you know skipping integration that are like give me more give me more it's really because they they're seeing the power in the plant and they're like I want to be powerful but I need the plant mm -hmm. but the plant is really meant to show you your own power yes it's it's a guide like you said so it's 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 really sad because it takes a while and you go through a lot to get to the point where I surrender basically um, and that's really the point where um, the medicine tries to take you. It tries to take you to a point where you can feel like, okay, I surrender to my power, mm -hmm. you know? 
Yeah. Um, it wants you of, to meet yourself. It wants you to meet yourself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are afraid Meeting to meet themselves. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. I think power is uncomfortable, too. Yeah. That's why we try to find power everywhere outside of ourselves. Because when we really step into our own power, mm. when we meet ourselves and see ourselves, we have to take some self-responsibility. Mm-hmm. And that's really uncomfortable. Yeah. Because when you're taking that self-responsibility... You know, that means that you have ownership of everything going on in your life. You have ownership of, like, where you are, the relationships you have, um, what is happening constantly in your life. And it's, it's easier to want to blame external sources for why your life might be looking a certain it's way. It's comfortable to blame someone else. Yeah. So, and it's like, so we give away our power because we fear... We fear our own power, mm-hmm. you know, and that that's working with ayahuasca has really shown me that too, how much I fear my own power, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a part of power too, is like, we really can't claim our own power unless we claim our darkness too, Yeah. unless we, we can really see this essence of who we are in the unknown, you know, and yeah, power is uncomfortable. Power is scary. Power can be abused, you know, but real conscious power mm-hmm. is beautiful. is beautiful and it's whole, yeah. you know, and it's not light and love and namaste queens, mm-hmm. you know. It's this is who I am in this very moment and it's changing and it's always changing. And if I can embrace who I am in this moment, Mm -hmm. I can really make waves. I can really make movement, right? And so it's just, this is really, it's like spiritual bypassing. The textbook case sounds so simple. But if I really think about spiritual bypassing, it's fear of ourselves and it's fear of our power. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yep. Um, well, I hope that <laughs> I hope that this has been an interesting and enlightening episode for you. Um, I hope you've learned something, or not even learned something, but maybe it's made you aware of something, and that's good. Yeah, I just really encourage you just to continue practicing leaning into that discomfort and knowing that it's it is a practice, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the spiritual bypassing is when we are like, I'm not doing the work enough. I'm not leaning into my discomfort enough. But it's having this compassion when sometimes you do, sometimes we are spiritual bypassing. And just when we are aware of it and see it and be like, oh, I was spiritually bypassing. Okay, I did that. That's okay. How can I really now be truthful and honest and authentic with myself now and step into darkness, step into power meet myself exactly where I am yeah and just yeah have some compassion and love yourself in (laughs) whatever stage you find yourself in right yeah so again we just are going to continue with each week to unpack these concepts you know and just make you think twice about things think twice think three times (laughs) (laughs) See yourself because really what we want to we're all mirrors for each other too and it's yeah. knowing that like 
I'm a yoga teacher, and I always like to say at the end of classes is the lightness and the darkness in me sees and acknowledges the lightness and the darkness in you. Mm. To just really honor that wholeness. That's beautiful. So I say that to all of you today, too. The lightness and the darkness in me sees and acknowledges and loves the lightness and darkness in all of you. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And we'll be back next week, have another fun topic, and have some conscious real talk. Mm-hmm. For sure. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. <laughs>